Life can throw a lot at you. But imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Good day, bad day, medium day, whatever you're having today. We're just glad that you're listening. I'm Lene. And this is Sandy. And Lene, what are we imagining today? Today, I want you to close your eyes, unless you're driving. Right. (laughs) I want you to picture two gigantic scales that are beautifully balanced. And I want you to imagine yourself finding that balance in your very own life. That's a big ask. That's because, but now, you okay, so notice I didn't say perfectly balanced. Okay. I said beautifully balanced. I guess the question is, do you feel balanced? Is your life feeling balanced lately? If anybody said yes, I want to meet that person. <laughs> and I want to tell, I want to ask them, what is your secret? What's the key? <laughs> What's the secret? Because Sandy, you and I talked about this even before we got here this morning. This has just been a rough week and it's been, it's just unbalanced, topsy-turvy, lots, lots, lots. The reality is we are not alone. And it's interesting. I put up a question on Facebook not too long ago that said something to the effect of, you know, that sinking feeling when it becomes obvious that there's no way you're going to get everything done that you need to do. Like you're hopeful, you're hopeful, you're hopeful. And then you're like, no, it's just not going to work. It's not going to happen. And I put that up and I got comments like story of my life every day. And this is one an interesting thing. He said, you'll never get it all done. So live freely in this moment and be complete in your incompleteness. (laughs) Now, that's a quote from a listener? Or is that like a famous person quote? No, that was somebody just posted on my Facebook wall. Now, he may have stolen it from someone, but I like I want to hear it again. I like that one. So you'll never get it all done. So live freely in this moment and be complete in your incompleteness. I think the guy's name was Bobby. I like Bobby. I like that perspective. Be complete in your incompleteness. Well, we're going to have to settle on something here because the work-life balance is, well, whether it's work or life or sometimes it's just balancing everything that you do, whether you work at home or whether you are on the job and you're balancing with family in all ages and stages of life. Now, there are probably some points in your life things aren't as hectic right? and you're more cool. But those seems like those are getting... Smaller and smaller and fewer and far between, at least for me personally and the people that I hang out with and talk to. No, I agree. And I think it's one of the reasons is because our work and our home life, they are merging because of technology and we're never really off the clock. And everything I'm kind of thinking with the technology stuff that is meant to make things easier and quicker and more accessible kind of is having the opposite effect now and is making it too easy to get it breaks into my personal life Mm -hmm. and personal time in a way that it just never did before. And that could be a bad thing. It could be a bad thing. It's meant for a good thing. And it can be if you manage it. But I don't know a lot of people who are able to do that effectively. So I guess what we need to talk about is just strategies that maybe we've heard other people talk about. We talk this out as we usually do. And yeah, and come out with something to help. At the beginning of our show, the, our little intro part, it always says life throws a lot at you. So concentrate more on what's coming, not what's coming at us, but what's coming from us. Exactly. That's our whole philosophy here. We want to just make sure that in this case, balance is such an important part of life 
that we want to say before I just move on to the next thing and jump off, consider taking some time to get balanced and to have life go a little smoother. Take the gift of time. We all do get 24 hours. That's true. Do you mind if I do a little exercise with you? Sure. You yeah, to, you absolutely. To, you want me to Jump go out in. there? Okay, so I'm going to do a brain stretcher. I'm going to read something out loud, and I want you to guess what it is that I'm referring to, okay? All right. But the answer is not a person. So you ready? Mm-hmm. Balance is critical, and it is important to take time to accurately assess all areas that are overloaded. As one ages, there is an increase in weight due to the rough things that attach and never get cleansed, dislodged, or dealt with, usually because the rough things are in hard-to-reach places. You know what this is yet? Is it some kind of tool or mechanism? You said it wasn't a person. Uh, It sounds like one. Well, let's (laughs) keep going. Especially the weight. No, let's get Yeah, that part about weight as I increase in age. But let's, let's, let's keep listening. Okay. Lateral balance is crucial to safety and ignoring it can be harmful or even fatal. Overloading will decrease efficiency, maneuverability, and will put undue pressure on the structure overall. Those in charge should be held responsible for taking an inventory and using proper formulas to check for overall balance. All of them are built to withstand occasional pressure. But what happens if an especially hard pressure were combined with a substantial imbalance? Something would probably break, or hidden damage to the structural integrity would cause an unexpected catastrophic failure at some future time. You're talking about some physical thing that's been built. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you now. Just go ahead and give it to you because this is a weird one. Many tend to underestimate the importance of proper balance, and we have designed this handbook from the 2016 Federal Aviation Administration to help keep your aircraft balanced (laughs) and safe while in the air or on the ground. Oh, my gosh. We're like aircraft in a way. Yes. <laughs> Flying around all over the place. All, yes. Can't land in the right place. Exactly. Imbalanced and causing structural damage now or in the future if we don't do our proper formulas to keep balance. And no aircraft traffic controller is going to be able to help us once, once we're we also get that. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. So we're not taking care of ourselves well enough in the short, well, not just in the short term, in the short term and in the long term, right? We have to kind of look at it. Like as we age, as we go along in yes. life, doing little things to help ourselves and in the short term, not to overpack our schedules. There you go. That's it right there. Initially, when we were talking about balance, my first thought was about like people who are spinning plates and you're trying to spin a plate over here, or spin a plate over here and keep them all going or a house of cards and you're trying to keep it all balanced. But Really, we have to keep our checkbooks balanced. We have to keep our lives balanced, our families balanced, our time management under control, our balanced diet Mm. uh, for health and food and our work versus play, our work life, our home life. It is crucial. And I just think this is important. And this is another one of those things. We all know it, but we don't all know how to get to the root of it. And I'm starting to think the root has to be because everybody seems to want 
the answer to be getting more time. But that's not going to happen. <laughs> no, you, we're you all wish it all the time, but but you're going to get your 24 hours. Yeah. So I almost wonder if it's one of those counterintuitive things where what if the key is actually doing it the opposite way and taking time away from all the crazy. Yeah. Instead of trying to push, push, push and shove more things in, what if you took more things out? I think people would love to do that. But I'm going to argue devil's advocate here and say, what am I going to take out? How can I find that? Now, sometimes it's obvious there are people are overcommitted. But there are other occasions where it's just a matter of, especially if you're running your family around and you've got your work stuff and you got this and you got that and the other thing. How do we find that little slice that we're going to need to take out? I think even when you said that part about running our family members around, now I definitely understand work and some of us have teenagers and they've got to get to their jobs and things like that. But I think some of the activities that we might have either our kids in or that we might overcommit to ourselves Mm. and agree to do, we might just need to say, I'm sorry, but I'm no longer able to do this or don't sign the kids up for any extra activities, maybe one activity per child at a time. Limiting ourselves and limiting our family is a key because the stress level starts, you mentioned teenagers, like high school students where if they're or like when my son was, uh, he's just recently graduated and he had band and he had theater and people have, you know, they're getting up at five o'clock in the morning to do like your son swims, right? I would yes. imagine. Yeah. And the good part is that he does the only one thing at a time. He When he's doing swimming and as soon as that season is over of swimming, then he does baseball, but he doesn't do anything overlapping at the same time. But then you think about, then they have other studies. I guess my point is, it starts coming at you early. It does. Oh, and especially in this society, which maybe again, is the root of the problem being told by society and by ourselves, you are not enough. You must do more. Strive more, strive harder because you are not enough. And, you know, you got to get your service hours in. You know, you got to volunteer and you got to do this and you got to do that, which is all good stuff, right? Yeah, but maybe you don't have to do all that good stuff. Maybe you don't in this season of your life have to do the service. Maybe you wait until a different period when you have more bandwidth, more space for it. Yeah, but is it? Oh, gosh. When does that come? We look forward to retirement. Yes. But even retired people, a lot of, you know, they commit to volunteering. And it's just, I always think of this time, this nirvana that's going to occur when I've got everything under control and everything checked off and I know exactly what I'm doing. And it just. But see, that's where we have to go back to Bobby from Facebook, where he said, you know, just go ahead and let these things be incomplete. It's okay. It really is okay. And also, I know there's a lot of people who say this, which I personally do not buy into this, but they say, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Um, Mm -mm. I can't do that. I have to sleep so that I can be effective and kind. I'm a really grumpy, terrible beast when I don't don't get sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, and there are studies after studies that talk about the importance of sleep on your health, your mental health, your uh, physical health. Right. It's about balance once again. Taking care of like the airplane. If you don't take care. And maintain it. Please don't think that this is something new where we're just dealing with it in the 2000s. I was reading a Bible verse and it really hit me 
because of the way that it was worded at the end of it. And it was in the book of Mark. It said, he said to them, come away by yourselves to a desolate, quiet place and rest a while because many of them were coming and going and they didn't even have the time to eat. Yeah. And then President Abe Lincoln, this one, most people have heard the part about uh, you can please some of the people all of the time and (laughs) you can please all of the people some of the time, but you can't please all of the people all of the time. That's back in, what are we talking, 1860s. Yeah. And they're dealing with trying to please, so trying to please people and trying to make time. I think the answer is, again, that counterintuitive taking time away. So what you're saying is the people pleasing aspect needs to ratchet down. Saying no to <laughs> certain things. Yes. With no making guilt. priorities without yes, the guilt. Without yeah. the guilt. Because you are going to get asked to do things sometimes that you're not going to be able to do. And a lot of this idea that I think we we have like an overinflated idea of how long something is going to take, right? Or an, underinflated. An underinflated. Maybe that would yes. be the word. Oh, that'll just take me an hour. You know, you're not thinking, okay, it's going to be 25 minutes to get there and it's going to be this. And, and you yes. just, you're unrealistic and you think you can squeeze things in. I'm always doing that. Like, that's why I think both you and I suffer from being late. Yes. Because, oh, yes. one more thing. One more email. I'm just going to answer this. Exactly. I'm just going to do this. And I'm then... always 11 minutes late. 11 minutes now. 11 minutes now. Yeah. How do you like that? <laughs> so if you're going to meet me at lunch, go 11 minutes after. 11, Lene, uh, <laughs> is that normal time or is that Lene time? Because yeah, Lene that... time is 11 minutes late. Yeah. Actually, I hadn't noticed that because yeah. I don't judge that because <laughs> Thank I you. am constantly late myself. Thank you. Sometimes we do manage when we have to be on time. We do manage. Have you noticed that? Like oh. if there's a hard time. Ex- where there's going to be, you know, you're going to close the doors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure that I'm like in there work, before the doors you know, close. Yes. Whatever. But if you've got any leeway at all. Yeah. yeah. Especially for more fun things. And remember, many times some of this can be alleviated before you say yes to something or someone. Maybe it would be better if you say let me check my schedule. I'll get back with you. I'm not sure about if I'm going to say yes or no. And then you can even take the time to reflect, to look at your schedule, to be realistic with yourself and decide, is this going to be something that's going to disrupt the balance of my personal life or my home life or my work life? And then it wasn't even necessary to do it. And you perhaps were only doing it because of, like you said, some sense of that I must get in service hours and I must, again, the society, I must do better, be better, live harder, work harder, be fiercer. It's just yeah. too much. And then there is that pressure on social media. Right. People are always putting their highlight reel on social media and doing yes. this and doing that. So we feel this obligation. I actually saw the story, maybe you saw it recently, that people are posting and there's a service that will Photoshop you, I guess, in a very convincing way onto vacation destinations. What? Like in Paris or Jamaica. So you didn't have time to go on vacation or money oh my, or whatever. Oh no, God. I'm serious. Oh gosh. <laughs> so because of social media pressure, oh people gosh. are doing that. They want to show the world that they have a cool vacation. That's the uh, most crazy thing I've heard all month. It's the whole social media influencer thing. People feel the need to blow themselves up. And then there are some jobs where probably you want to have a presence, but that's not you. It's too much. That is the pressure social media has brought yes. to society. And it's also a bandwidth sucker, which you talked about people not having yes. a bandwidth. 
that's another thing that makes you feel out of balance is because yes. your screen time. I mean, I swear I see spend so much time in front of a screen, whether it's my phone or my computer, that I see literal images and like things in my dreams. Twitter feed comes Just through, rolling you know, these, through. Yeah, your, it's like, no, come on, really? It's too much. Yeah. It's overloaded. And I don't know the answer to that on how to disconnect because... As we said before, technology is trying to make things easier for you and more accessible. In many jobs, you can't even function without being connected into these social media and technology and screen situations. But I just feel that it's taking, it's drifting us further and further away from our balance and what we're really supposed to be doing. It's not like I just want us to totally ditch everything. But I do think that we are crafted for a specific purpose or or specific purposes. And we don't want to miss out on that because we're just all over the place. I was even thinking about how do you balance dreaming and doing? And I started to think, do people even have time to dream anymore? No, they're so worried about the next thing on their list. Yes. And sometimes, how about sometimes giving yourself a little time and a little grace to do nothing, just absolutely nothing, not looking on your phone and stuff either, not even watching TV, doing nothing will finally give you the opportunity to be receptive to either what God is trying to whisper to you, how to run your life, how to balance your life so that you can even hear the dreams that can come from you. Five minutes? I think people can take five minutes. I think we can all find five minutes, can we? I hope so. I believe so. And it's, it may be a daunting task. There have been times in my life, I know this is kind of a weird tangent, but I had a cat. I loved my cat, Aww. Mimi, for 15 years. But in the earlier years, when I, I'd had the cat first, when I got pregnant with my first child, everything was overwhelming. I could barely keep up with bills and the house and food and cooking and my husband was working and the baby cried a lot. And the cat was over in the corner every day, biting his wrist until it began to bleed. So I don't know where I got the time, but I did get the time to take him to the vet. And the vet did all the tests. And I said, you know, is there some rash or something hurting his wrist? No, he's depressed because he's had zero attention. She said, you're going to have to at least spend five minutes a day just petting him or giving him attention. And do you know what I said to her? I don't have five minutes. That's just a terrible, but I I found five minutes. Yeah. And the cat lived on to be happy and healthy and wonderful, 15 years old. But at that moment, I felt so bombarded with life. I said, I don't even have five minutes for an animal that I love and care about. And don't we care about ourselves? You know, just yeah. five minutes. Oh hide, it, hide in the bathroom, hide in the closet. Get, maybe minutes. get up a little bit early in the morning before your kids get up, if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, get in your car, close the doors to your car, pretend like you're going somewhere, but don't really go anywhere. You're just sitting there. There you go. <laughs> With the car not running. <laughs> and there you go. Get five minutes to just decompress, balance yourself out, maintain like an aircraft. This quote I just found from former First Lady Michelle Obama, she said, we need to do a better job putting ourselves higher on our own to-do list. Because I think, okay, so this is maybe just me. I don't know, this is one of those things, is it, is it just me? Every once in a while in my life, something happens. It's just a beautiful gift where I wake up with a beautiful mindset, 
and I kind of tackle my day and time seems to be stretched. Like I actually get way more done than I ever dreamed or imagined, way more productive, way more happy and confident. And the time seems like instead of having had 24 hours, it feels as if it's stretched. Has that ever happened to you or is this just No. Me? There are certainly times where I would say that I am more productive than others. But nothing where you feel like, oh my gosh, I felt like I just had 10 hours when it was two hours just passed. No, I can't say that. But I can say sometimes it's easier to get things done than other times. Because every once in a while this happens and it always happens when I start out taking quiet time first. Okay. And really, I want to say decompressing, but it's not just decompressing. It's really just trusting and opening my heart and opening my life to the day and asking God to help me through the day. It doesn't always happen like that, but there are multiple times where that has happened. So maybe that's it. Clearing your mind like that. Yes. And then that will probably help you when you set your schedule, whether you use an app or um, an old school list. Yes. People have different ways of keeping time. And, and time management is obviously a big key. But I don't want to make this all about that because sometimes the time management industry, it's it's just focusing on <laughs> here's how you can do like new, new other things. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, it only works, of course, if the system works for you. And it fits your personality and you're not just using it to add more things to your schedule. Exactly. You're, you're also bal- balancing it again with discipline. Yeah. With the discipline to say no to things and cut some things out and make a change. Yeah. I mean, I think the organized people and people who manage their time are ultimately the most successful people in the world. It's not the most educated necessarily or the smartest person. I think it's yeah. the most organized people. I think there's a lot to that and happier too. Yeah. I just talked to a girlfriend of mine, Beth, who's, who told me earlier this week, she said, Lene, I'm really trying not to go rushing around trying to do everything and be everything and accomplish everything. She said that she's taking time to reflect and be happy with and good at the life that she has carved out for herself. And not always feeling like she has to show out more. She's not going to go and buy that thing where on Instagram she can post her vacation. That's not happening. Right. Like she's not, she's not going <laughs> to buy into that, man. Oh, no. And if she does, I'm, uh, <laughs> she wouldn't do that. She's one of the people, like you said, who is organized and confident. And she's found her spot. She's found her sweet spot. It's organization, yes. But it's also being content with where you are. And not to say that you don't want to strive and do things and make dreams and plans. I mean, that's part of it. But you don't want to put so much pressure on yourself. Yes. And you said that it starts early. It's starting younger and younger. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we talked about high school, but it's even more. And your son's not even in high school yet. He's in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. So we have to be mindful of that for our children and for the next generation as we give ourselves that same grace and kind of retrain ourselves too. Because I can't imagine that kind of a pressure starting so early. No, and it didn't used to. No, it's it's it really didn't. It's more used and to. more. Yeah. And we don't want burnout. Cuz that's the other part. When you don't have enough balance, it leads to burnout. And so then who wins then? And who then really wins? Yeah. the relationships. Here's another thing. Oh yes, relationships. Yeah. Okay, so it was a Harvard study. They said that the key to happiness is relationships, but it's not just any relationships. It's having real connections. And how are we going to have real connections if we don't know people 
like on a real basis. We, we're not like out there trying to show off on social media. Exactly. A, a real tangible way knowing yeah. someone. And Taking the time. Yes. Yeah. And how are we going to have the time? <laughs> I don't know, but we're, we, can, we can make it. Because remember, at the end of all of this, Sandy, what are you and I really trying to do? We're just trying to push out there possibilities for people to see. It yeah. is possible to do better, to live better, to be happier, even if it's in small degrees. It is possible to say no to some things that, of course, they're a great idea, serving others. and th- We talked a whole time about loving thy neighbor and, yeah. and serving others. But there are limits and there is balance to that as well. Our whole thing here, our whole shtick <laughs> is to help anybody listening understand that sometimes you can tell yourself, it's all right. I don't have to buy into everything that the world is telling me to buy into. I can take a little time and listen to a little podcast (laughs) and get a little grace and a little understanding from others who are dealing with the same things. Yeah. And balance is such an important part. Like I said, with the whole airplane thing, you do not want to crash and burn because of imbalance. And that's where the road is going. If we don't learn to take some time for ourselves, or don't learn to take a breath even or take five minutes. Five minutes. (laughs) Next time, think of us. Five minutes. Yeah. I'm guessing it might be takeaway time. time. (laughs) So because I have my notebook out and I'm ready for my takeaways. Okay, so you want me to be honest? Yeah. This was a crazy, busy, hectic week for me and for you. I did not have time to prepare takeaways. Let's just say everybody out there, (laughs) I want you to take in everything that was said today and really try to grab hold of what hits you the most for your own personal life and your own personal well-being. And I think the five-minute rule is a good takeaway. That's a good That's what I'm taking. Uh, Yeah. Take the five-minute way. And remember, be strategic. Get in the car. Get in the closet. Get in the bathroom. Get somewhere. Go in the attic. Somewhere where they won't find you. (laughs) (laughs) And take those five minutes to just come away by yourself and reflect and do nothing so that you can be open to finding out what you really need to be doing. And no cheating on the phone. No. In fact, leave the phone wherever you're not. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because it's only five minutes. Whoever needs you in that five minutes, I'm sure they can wait, right? Exactly. Just for you to get yourself back together. So we want you to pull yourself back together, get yourself back on your horse and ride in the direction you're supposed to ride. There you go. Let God whisper to you what he wants you to know. All right. I do want to just end it with this. Imagine yourself beautifully balanced with enough time and grace to live this life with the joy that we were meant to live it with. Thanks for listening. Now we'd like to hear from you. Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine. 